He's the National Livestock Manager for AFCO. His name is Tom Young out of the Hawke's Bay. Tom, were you having a bit of a roiler of the season? The problem I think you've got in the North Island, and maybe it's a good one to have, is that the farmers have got plenty of grass, they're keeping their stock, they're not sending them to your works or anyone's works, and you're struggling uh, to fill your plants. Yeah, hi Jamie. Happy New Year to you. Um, yeah, you're, you're 100% right. So um, one of our biggest problems at the moment in the North Island is a lack of stock. So our factories are sort of running, oh, in general, probably out to about four days a week. We'd like them full. Um, for the first time in three or four years, we've got all our staff, you know, so we're fully manned. And we actually can't afford to have them run, you know, for three or four days a week for too long because we start losing staff. And then when the inevitable processing pressure comes on in two, three, four weeks or whenever it is, we can't process as quick. So it, it, it ends up being a sort of a bottleneck uh, that gets worse and worse the, the longer we run, two or three or four days. Well, I take it the stock's coming forward in the South Island where it's a bit drier. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a fair comment. So they, we've got two plants in the South Island and those are running, uh, those are running you know, close to full. So they're going okay. So that's probably a better better story than what we're seeing in the North Island. Well, the price of lamb and mutton is not flash at all at the moment. I was talking to a good mate of mine, a Southland farmer, a long-standing Alliance supplier. Alliance dropped the schedule, I think, down 10 cents. He's saying you're not getting much more than $5.50 at the moment. I know that you guys are kind of secret squirrel when it comes to your pricing at AFCO, but I also <laughs> hear through the grapevine, Tom Young, that you guys have lifted your schedule. Well, we, we did, yes, we did. Thanks for telling the world about that, Jamie. So that competitive advantage is now gone. Come um, on, come on, Tom. <laughs> you guys have the five the Friday afternoon phone call just like you did when I was a farmer. I don't think so. I'm not going to prison to uh, make someone else a lot of money. It's not my business. All right, talk to me around the rationale of why one company would raise the lamb schedule and another one would drop it. Uh, well, we, we're not totally pessimistic on the outlook for, um, for, for lamb. Um, so, you know, while everyone knows about China, there's a bit of doom and gloom in China. But we still think it's bouncing along the bottom with some signs of improvement. So it's the middle of winter in China now, which is um, you know, red meat eating season. So they're well underway and eating their way through their beef and lamb. Uh, there's, a, there's a few, you know, there's a few obviously red flags there. Uh, plenty of Aussie products still finding its way into China. Uh, but we think we think it's it's found the bottom. It's bouncing along where it's sort of uh, only the only way is upside. Uh, US, the US has held up well in the last year or so, so French racks have, have dipped a bit slightly, but that's gone okay. Europe, interesting story, so um, Europe sold all their Christmas stock, all their lamb legs, and they probably under-ordered on the Easter, Easter volume they're searching for, so we think there's a bit of upside there, albeit um, Europe and, and the UK don't make up a huge, huge portion of our lamb sort of market share, I guess, but, but we're looking to exploit any opportunity we can find to push the market up and uh, try and reflect that in the schedule for the farmer. Mind you, it's it's, some of the others. Tom, it's going to cost you a hell of a, well, quite a bit more to send your, your lamb and mutton, particularly lamb, yeah. uh, yes. to the UK and Europe with this Red Sea development. That's messy. Yeah, well, that, uh, supposedly that adds another two weeks on to shipping. That is messy. That is messy. Yeah. But um, it's not, like I said, it's not a big part of our business. It's part of it, but not, not a big volume. But all those markets together... You know, some of them are actually sort of starting to trend up a wee bit. So we think there's opportunities to exploit exploit their position and, and we want to grow our business. So 
you know, we're doing a few things in New Zealand too to reflect that. What are what are the meat companies across the board in New Zealand, generic commentary here, doing to increase domestic consumption of lamb? And I look at uh, the supermarkets pre-Christmas, and I know they were loss leaders, but they were specialing lamb for well, nine bucks a kilo. So all of a sudden, a leg of lamb became a very accessible choice for a lot of families compared to other meat. I wonder whether it's going to have a rub off, and I know we've got National Lamb Day coming up on February 15, to encourage domestic consumption of what is, I think, the best meat product. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess you're right. And I mean, the supermarkets, everyone, you know, everyone goes to the supermarket and says, why is it so cheap? You know, the meat companies are selling it cheap to the supermarkets, but that's not always true. Um, remember, the supermarkets are entitled to sell it what they want, what they want to for, that makes sense. So they, they'll market as a lost leader to get Jamie Mackay in there to buy two boxes of beer and three boxes of expensive red wine. So um, it's just another, I guess, another strategy for them to get more people through the door. And I guess the leg... The leg situation, because they've been a hard sell everywhere else in the world by and large, um, but, um, getting rid of them into the into the, sort of their domestic market's been another way of moving some product on. So there's no sugarcoating this. Red meat, especially lamb and mutton, is going to be a challenge for this season. Looking forward to, into next season, because I do like to ring fence the damage or the downturn to one season. Is there's the light at the end of the tunnel, or is it just a train coming the other way? No, we, no, we we actually see um, we see it being reasonably positive, albeit a slow burn to get back up there. But um, I think it's you know, like we said before, I think it's found the bottom, and so it's bouncing along, and um, and, and and it'll it'll sneak its way back up gradually. I don't think it'll go go silly, um, but we don't think the industry um, is a dead duck, for want of a better term. We think it's still a good business, and. You know, we're going to endeavour to make sure our clients get as paid as much as we can pay them and exploit every opportunity in the market to um, extract value and, and, and reflect it in schedule. OK, Tom Young, thanks for your time from AFCO out of Hawke's Bay. Glad you guys are having a good disease, disease, good season. You abs- I don't know where that came from. A good season. You absolutely deserve it after what happened this time last year. Yeah, lovely. Thanks, Jamie.